Well, well, well. Good evening, Dan. Hello, J-Man. How's everything going? Pretty well. You look nice. You got a new job, and like you have to clean up a little bit. You're not wearing that old power cycle polo that you did, and you have nice shoes and a nice shirt, and you're shaved, and your hair looks good. I was... I was attracted to you when I walked in. Oh, this is all for the podcast. I don't dress like this for work. Okay. Yeah, you look really nice. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Dan. Yes. Uh, we have a guest with us we tonight. We do have a guest. Um, you may have heard that laugh in the distance through a crackly phone. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kai Dodson. Yeah, what up, Dodson? One of the What's founders. going on, guys? Nice, nice to hear your back, voice, Dan. Kai. Nice One of the bad. founders of Fresh Talk. We're going to get you a founder's badge. Founder's badge, who occasionally comes and visits us when we have important topics to discuss, namely Star Wars and namely uh, our best of show. Yeah, those are the two the two uh, <laughs> occasions for him to drop back in. When he's needed. Got to know your when wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> very important, very important. We shoot the Batman light out, and it's just the KD, and uh, he sees it down <laughs> in Los Angeles and calls in, you know. Um, but hey, Dan, how's everything going with you? Uh, really well, thanks. Good, good, good. Kai, how you doing out there? Doing very well, thank you. Thank you for asking. Got the kid down, so now I'm uh, it's party time. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, for our listeners, really quick, just to catch them up before we get into our topic this episode, which we've been waiting to do for a while, we yep. finally got there. Um, we all got together. We formed the Voltron once again this weekend. Indeed, indeed, we did. Yes, and we had a wonderful uh, two day jam session. We recorded some new 20 for 20s. We recorded a couple commercials, and, and we were jamming. And, and gosh darn it, Dan, by the end, People I thought like we, us. Were, oh, we, were sounding, we were sounding pretty tight. I was we excited. We did sound pretty tight. Yeah. Kai, how'd you feel about it? You feeling pretty tight? Uh, yeah, I felt great. I thought, we, I mean, you know, it's it's like riding a bike. We get in the room together, and I mean, we just we pick it right back you up. just keep it crashing. Felt, felt it's nice. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Really and uh, for our listeners, for our good friends over in the UK who are getting excited about the Get Happy Tour. If you're not, you should be. We have picked a set. We are not going to tell you what that set is, but yes, a set has been finalized. And sorry, Simon, I figured out how to make my Spotify playlist private. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> um, for anybody who's I, keeping uh, I did track. I not. <laughs> I did no. not, but I will not not be rehearsing to Spotify anymore. I've got it another way. Dude, or or play with them, Kai. Re-update your Spotify list with a bunch of you know insane tracks. We don't hear a single closer. You know, <laughs> no we information, no misinformation. Ten times. Yeah, you know, it was Weird. interesting. We did our little poll uh, on the socials about what songs you'd like to hear if you're coming to the tour. And there were some very interesting picks. I mean, perhaps it's a conversation for another time. We should do an episode on our B-sides, you know. But it's really neat to see some of the songs that people liked or, or people um, were fans of that we didn't even really know or were in the conscientiousness. And I, Kai and I, you talked about that uh, in terms of... Wasn't it weird to see like the occasional like wow I can't believe that like that's the song that one person that wants got to like hear. three votes even yeah for yeah. sure it's what, what was it, any any wild cards for you Kai that you're like wow I can't believe that there's one person out there that that's the song that they would want to hear oh man there were quite a few I I was impressed that that everything off of the Close Encounter EP got a nod which was nice yeah uh, did at Miracle, least one Miracle yeah. got one right yeah. Yeah, which is, somebody you know, out there I, is a genius. That's that's one of the yeah. lost AOF classics. That's you know? <laughs> true. I, but I, it was one of the things I feel like we really didn't get out there as much because it's an EP. It's three songs. But uh, with yes. that, you know, it's nice to know that it wasn't forgotten. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of interesting stuff like that. So thank you for everybody who did send those picks in. Hopefully, we're just hoping we got one for you. If you pick three songs and you're coming to see us, 
Listen, we're not going to guarantee you're going to hear the three you wanted, but we want you to come up and say, hey, thank you so much. You played one of the ones I wanted to hear. That's that's our goal. And uh, I think we achieved that for the most part, but we'll see what happens. We're excited for the reaction. Real quick get happy update for everybody who's listening. Um, we are happy to say that we got a ticket report. We got some information. We can't share it. It, it, it is private, but guys... You want to get those tickets. If you are going to this tour and you've yet to get your ticket, I'm telling you right now, this isn't hype. Right, Kai? You saw the numbers too. This is not a joke. Yes, sir. There are shows that are going to sell out. I'm telling you. That is true. Shows that are going to sell out in advance. So if you're thinking about getting that ticket at the door or you're thinking about bringing somebody or there's somebody that's on the fence, just go get the freaking ticket for them now so you're safe, so you're covered. Bring the posse. We want big crews of people to come. And uh, it's going to be very exciting. I think there's going to be a lot of it, uh, announcements made in the next two weeks of shows starting to sell out, which is just phenomenally exciting. But you have been warned. As of the airing of this podcast, Dan, hopefully nothing sells out before the podcast airs. You got the inside secret that Get Happy shows are ready to start locking down. And you want to get on the ball. You want to get those tickets. You're going to have to. Yes, you Otherwise, are. Otherwise, you're going to pay a lot of money to scalpers. Absolutely. And we don't want to see that happen. But man, nah. bottom line is we're all getting excited for Get Happy. It was a great weekend. I am knee-deep in tour prep. Kai and I have been working on a ton of crap. Um, we've had all sorts of people helping us. We're figuring out where we're getting the gear. We're getting ready. It's been a lot of work, but it's fun. It reminds me of the old days. I, it's it's weird because it triggered something. And uh, I already texted you about this, Kai, but share it with the listener. I was going through, um, you know, all these memories are floodgating. I'm all busy with this stuff. And I was trying to find a real classic flyer for the throwback Thursday that we've started this year, right? For tomorrow. I'm trying to find a, a great flyer, like something really hilarious. I found it. I'm not going to ruin what it is. Kai, you saw it. Don't you think that's going to get a laugh tomorrow? Don't you think people are going to be shocked? I, I mean, I hope so. It, it gave me a laugh. Yeah, totally. Um, suffice it to say, Dan, it is a very large band that we played with. Um, that became very, very successful, and we played with them in a stone-cold shithole. And it's very funny to see that at one point... I mean, that could be like one of ten bands. One of ten bands. You'll see tomorrow. We'll I think I, I have an idea. But but it was so fun going through those flyers, man. The memories, Kai and Dan, it's weird not seeing Kai. So, you know, I have the memories on the phone. Um, the memories that come with every single flyer are remarkable. I, I really want, next time I, you guys are at my house, please come open up this flyer box I got and you will literally be hit with a memory for every show. But something very weird happened. There were shows I didn't remember. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, I pulled the flyers aside because I want to show, especially you, Kai, you got a pretty good memory with that. Like, it sounds stupid, but I don't remember this. Like, we <laughs> used to play so much. I, it's like the show was white. I, there was a time where I remembered every show or kind of remembered it. I'm like, I do not ever remember playing with Link 80. Like, I have no recollection of that whatsoever. I remember seeing Link 80. I don't remember playing with them. Stuff like that. Um, And even a couple shows on some of the soup tours that we did were like, I don't know what venue this is. You know <laughs> where, what I mean? Like, I, where is that? Where is it? Oh, my God. Some of the UK solo ones, Kai, just like that we played once that was in like a small venue that's probably long gone. I, it's like, what did that look like? I, I need someone to jog my memory because it was kind of scary. It's like my life is in this tub. And I only remember limited parts, you know? Yeah, that's not a good – does not bode well for those shows, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Maybe I, there's I a assume reason. I would rem- 
Maybe that's trauma. Maybe you're blocking them out. Yeah, right. I assume I would remember if it was kick ass, you know. So anyway, um, you know, be on the lookout. Uh, obviously, uh, we're on all the socials, Army of Freshmen, and we are getting. Hopefully, our friends and fans realize how active we're getting. We're finally giving a shit again with the 20th anniversary and with the big tour coming up. Mostly, and we have a buddy coming with us who's going to be doing a lot of stuff online. So. Get on board if you're not following us on Facebook, which would be bizarre if you listen to this podcast. If you're not following us on Twitter, if you're not following us on our new Instagram account, we lost our fir- launched our first Instagram account with the announcement of the tour. We're doing a lot of Throwback Thursday stuff, and on the tour, we're going to be doing a lot of filming. We're not just saying that. we got somebody helping us with it. So if you want to follow the tour, make sure you're in tune to all those different social sites because we're going to be doing a lot, including, Kai, I think we're going to be doing a fresh talk over there, which should be really fun. At least one. Yeah. I, in fact, ordered a new laptop just so we could do this. Oh, isn't that nice of you, Dan? That's going to be great. Yeah, it's getting fucking expensive. <laughs> well, <laughs> you spend it on tech. Nothing else, but goddamn it, you spend it on tech. That is true. You know? All right. Well, guys, hey, um, get happy tours come and get those tickets. We're super, super excited. Again, a lot of things in our camp, uh, and I believe what do we Lu- got there? Lucy brings up a, a good point. She saw us at a batting cage once. A bat- <clears throat> oh, a batting cage. Remember that? I remember that. Yeah, I remember that because my aunt and uncle was there. I'd like to have a flyer for that. I remember that because we went to the batting cages. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I I wish, some sluggers. A, I wish we had a flyer for every show ever. It would have been incredible. But there were some shows that you played that didn't literally have a flyer. Occasionally, that would happen. Yeah. You know, it would be hard to kind of connect them all. But one of these days because when I have absolutely... primarily absolute... a batting cage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More exactly. like Jerry's Pizza. Or Dude, something. that was a pretty good show, though, That was man. a good show. It was. You know, that was yeah. re- really close to... Um, what's strange about that, um, Lucy can probably give us the town, but it was very close to where my grandfather was buried. It wasn't Altoona. I remember that much. No, it was not Altoona. I remember that show because somebody <laughs> so took a, a stand-up cut out of Joe Paterno and danced around with it. But yeah, We played at <laughs> some bar on the floor. It was great. Yeah. When you go through these uh, flyers, uh, Dan and Kai, the thing that will blow your mind is just how much we played. I mean, it was. I mean, we. There was a period in like two thousand three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, it's all we did with our life. We were just constantly playing shows. We play anywhere. I mean, dive. We, we bars. literally would play anywhere. Some of those um solo book tours, Kai. If you remember, including your first tour. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kai. You joined the band, and we went on a tour that spring, in two thousand and three. Am I right? Correct. And yes. it was self-booked. I, I don't think we had anybody helping us. With, I think we did, a, we did a regional, that one. What, was it the Feta tour, Kai, or was it one that we booked it, on our own? Do you even remember? I think Feta was later. It, it was before well, that, actually, not. because it, it okay. started with the kickoff was a quick trip out to South by Southwest and back. Oh, yeah. Which we did. And we, we booked shows around that. Then we did Didn't do you a play, like, in a tree or something? That we Go did ahead, do, South by, uh, sorry. Go ahead. We did, we did run out of gas and have to push the van at one point, and I was like, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a story about that, that one. That was the gas fund EP, right? <laughs> Lucy said it was Malvern, PA. Malvern, PA. That's Ask where... Lucy if that was close to Carlisle. She can hear you. Oh, was it close to Carlisle, Lucy? <laughs> it's like Dan's communicating with Lucy via mental telepathy. Yeah, the, the ether. <laughs> yeah. We don't call it Ethernet for nothing. Yeah, there you go. Well, anyway, um, so so cool, man. It would be really fun to have a um, all, almost like an online uh, scrapbook. Do you know what I mean? Like if I scanned every single one, and I don't know who would look at this beyond me, but for prosperity, you know, one day those should, fires could scan. be gone. Hey, there was those terrible fires in Ventura, as you well know. That's true. And, uh, yes, yes and I do. Sounds stupid, but if I would have lost my house, which I was never in any danger, but if had I would have. 
I wouldn't have grabbed the flyer box. No, God but, no. But that's our life. There are some shows. You and I used to keep um, the dates on the website. A long time ago, if you followed Army of Freshmen, you could go to our website and click on shows. And for it listed all of for them. For years. I mean, it was a fine, fine list. That's long gone. Pain in the ass. I was editing that yeah. by hand. There was no <laughs> list. There's, there's, there is no list. If, if, if we became a very important monumental band, which ain't going to happen, but if it occurred and somebody wanted to write a book and in the back they wanted to list every show that we ever played... I don't think that can be done now. I we could we could try. We could collectively think. We could look at flyers. No, but there's no way. I mean, I would. I'd be have to miss some. You're impossible. Right? I'd be Pass stunned if we impossible. even got sixty yeah. percent of those shows because of, like it's been twenty years. Like, yeah. there's shit that none of us remember. What about some of those early ones? I found flyers for early shows. That was all like, Teltron. Oh my god! Yeah, like <laughs> crazy stuff. I mean, but Cafe some, Voltaire. Weird stuff. Like, and in, in particular, that 2003 tour had weird venues because we booked it ourselves and we were looking for anything. And we were road warriors. Like one night we'd show up and it'd be an over twenty one bar, and the next night it would be a VFW hall, and then the next night yeah, it would be outside. Man, there was one flyer for like, hey, come see this band at my like Halloween party. Yeah, like shit like that. Like one night we'd be at like a, a fan's house playing. I mean, it was great. It was, but it was fun. It was always it was an adventure. Always fun. We all we, every but those are weird times because it was before we were like on steady tours with a Bowling for Super, a sure. Lucky Boys, where we kind of knew. The type of venues we were going to. This was guerrilla warfare touring. Like, yeah. hey, one night we didn't get paid. Next night we got paid too much. One night we're at a college. One night we're at a bar. One night we're in a basement. One night the show is canceled. I mean, it would just. And pretty much every night we're like, hey, so if anybody has a place for us to crash, that'd be cool. Every night. Every night. <laughs> if I we mean, didn't have plans. Like, you know what was fun, though? Looking which is back a whole on that other time, can of worms. Oh, oh, the places we stayed. <laughs> I prefer the can of bees as the phrase, because really, who gives a shit about a can of worms? Yeah. You open a can of bees, man, fuck. Oh, man, I, I, I still, um, one of the worst things Mike ever did to us was he was uh, <laughs> he was trying to hang out with a girl. Well, you said she, that, and I was like, which, my, oh, yes, yeah, I remember which Mike She was trying to hang out with a girl, and he, she drug us back to stay at her house, and the house had, it was the dead summer, East Coast, sticky Humid as, hell. as fuck. Humid as fuck. Our, we had been exhausted. I think um, we our, hadn't like, our gotten it. AC was broken in the van, too. Yes, the AC was broken God. in the van, and we got into this house. And it, it was not a short drive either. No, that was the big thing. It was like thing. an hour drive. Yeah, we were pushing to, like, he drove us forever, and he was basically just wanting to hang out with this girl. Flat out. That's just the reality of it. And um, it was violently humid. Her house had no air conditioning. Because it was under construction. They were remodeling. Oh, yeah. And she had a bunch of cats. And the place fucking stunk. Yep. Remember that? Like cat piss. Smelled like cat piss. And there was cat hair all over the the, the, the couches. And, and there Kai was straight cat up broke. There pee everywhere. There was cat, cat pee, pee everywhere. everywhere. And Kai, Kai broke. Kai literally said, fuck this. I can't do this. I'm going to get a hotel by myself. The problem was when he made that declaration, I would have went with him. So would I have. But we were in a different room. He, but I, but Kai was so ready to go. He's like, I found one. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. He just took the law into his own hands. I think he took the <laughs> no, I said, everything. I said, I'm leaving in 15 minutes. Anybody that wants to go, come out in 15 minutes. And no one showed up. So I For, left. Yeah. We, we were just hoping you'd like yeah. give us a couple to get our shit together. <laughs> whatever. This is how I ended up watching ping pong in China. Yep. <laughs> Me too. Worst, worst TV in my life. I'll um, tell you what. Yeah. Um, but I remember chasing the van. I remember literally going outside and like, oh, oh no! And like Kai's far away. It's not like he could see me. He didn't make me run after him. But he was like exiting the tail lights. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, no. no! I was so mad at Mike because he drove us so far. And he, but the problem with Mike, if you remember correctly, is he sold all of us. Oh God, yeah. On the house being great. 
He's a salesman. Yeah, In fact, he, he is a salesman yeah, now. He sold us on there's going to be AC, there's bedrooms, it's going to be I mean, be it was awesome. a big house. If the house were not being remodeled, it would have been really nice. It was so, The real kicker, though, is so we had hot, another yeah. friend at the show that lived a lot closer, that had AC, that said we could crash with her. And Mike was like, no, dude, guys, come on, come on. We yeah. got a big house, there's AC, it's, it's an hour away, but it's like a big place. We'll all have yeah. room. Oh, it was a oh, fucking mess. That was a mess. He really fucked us bad on that one. I mean, the memory's <laughs> coming back. And, and, we, and we broke the... Um, we broke a vase. I think I broke. No, a you vase. broke a vase. <laughs> I remember we were yeah. staying in that same so we're room. Staying in that shitty ass fucking living room, and I was like, I hate this place. And I don't know if I threw my hands up or something. And I think it just bumped into it. Vase cracked. Oh god, that was a mess. That's all right. Um, the joke's on him because we have a humidor that we're going to put in his bunk every night and hide it, mm-hmm. so totally. it'll be humid as we, fuck and, when he's on tour. We should put a, a cat in a humidor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. God, it was brutal. Um, you know, but at any rate, the whole point of what I was telling you guys is it, it was so fun. It was so, I got caught because I was just kind of uh, I was moving stuff. I was moving stuff. I was literally moving things in the garage, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I I should find a flyer for Throwback Thursday. We haven't put a flyer up yet. I bet I could find something really clever. And I I did find one that at least was neat because I didn't think we had it, Kai. The one that I sent you that was kind of like yeah. a lost show. Like that is the only here's here's an interesting t- statistic for you. That flyer is the only remnant of the existence of that show, period. There's no way that, I almost said the band's name, but there's no way that that flyer they didn't is keep sticking a flyer. around. There's no way, because they never played the show. That's Remember true. that, Kai? Well, now I, I definitely know who it was, I do. and my we, suspicion we were, was correct. We were both on our way to a festival on the East Coast, and they just decided to book it straight to the festival, and we we pulled into this place with Moldy Poo in the toilet. What is watching on Facebook? Well, I bet you a million dollars, Buse would not know what band and what show we're talking about. Well, don't say it out loud, okay. Buse. A million dollars, a million dollars. I was going to ask Buse if he wants to run tomorrow morning, because um, I have to wake up early for that class. You're going to run real you. early, real early. Um. Anyway, guys, let's get to the topic. Um, we can talk flyers and memory lane. Damn, that'd be a fun one to bring the flyer box. And just go through and we'll have to get them scanned and scanned ahead of time. Yeah, we should scan those just for prosperity. I've got a great, I've got a great app that we can use to do that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Cool. That sounds fun. All right. Well, guys, the reason we're here today's episode, thank you for tuning in. Um, and now that we killed all that time talking about the time Mike fucked us and made us sleep in that cat hole, <laughs> Son of a this bitch. whole shitty ass fucking place. I, did he hook up with that girl? I damn I hope well so. hope he did. I mean, he's happily married now. It's long before the existence of his wife. Yeah. You know, so that's why we're talking about it. But, oh, man, was that a shithole. He did. And <laughs> good. Not, good. Not only that, but I had the the nearest hotel was like 40 minutes away. Oh, so my not God. Only that, I, I had to drive back by the over venue. an hour out of my way between the, there and back. And so and I got there late. I slept for like extra three angry. or four or five hours and then got up early and had to come back. It was and it was expensive. Oh. It was terrible. I think it was probably most of my week's pay. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, all 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 thirty seven dollars Kai spent on the hotel room that night. You know what sucked about that, Kai? Do you remember that we were playing with a big band the next night and we really wanted to get a good night's sleep and be like refreshed because it was a big show on the tour. It was like the one off where we played with the big band. Pekipsy. Who was the band? Who was the best? Oh. Mest. It's right. the only time Army of Freshmen played with Mest. We got a great response that night. If you and they were correctly. super nice to us. We kind of broke down with them. Yeah, they were good dudes. Were cool. It was a shame we didn't get to do more with them. All right, listen, let's get to the topic. Owen says he'll run with you tomorrow, by the way. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll text you later, Buse. <laughs> um, that's the only way I can communicate. Slide with into those anyone. DMs. <laughs> I love that phrase, slide. <laughs> I know, it's yeah, amazing. So 
to speak to speak kindly about Mike because he um he's probably going to listen to this and you know want to rebuttal the story. There's no rebuttal. Everything we're telling you is true. We're not even exaggerating. That is true. Yeah. Um. But um. To uh, his credit. Um, he was the first guy to show me uh, uh, a um, a meme before memes were called memes, and it was a guy with a gun holding it up to a cat's head, and it said, <laughs> "Send nudes, or the cat gets it." And, and I did was I was like, "What is this?" He's like, "It's something called a meme." And I just thought that was so funny, you know. Millie showed me my first meme. Okay, guys. Millie is a meme. Yeah, he really is. He's a walking. I wish meme. I could. I found a meme that is Millie, like to a T. Uh-huh. I saw it and I should have saved it and I didn't, and I can't find it again. Uh-huh. And it's kicking my ass. I'll find it though. And you it's all to, laugh. It's to the point I got some news that I wanted to share with you guys because I had a huge meeting and I talked forever about all the stuff that was going on because what I didn't want to do is have to call you guys individually and you guys get all pissed off. I just wanted to do it in one big setting. Did it at the wrong time because it was the end of the night and everybody was rocking on too hard. But um, I had a little bit of news that was actually like not real news, but hey, here's this cool thing that could happen, but there's no point in really thinking about it because – you know, why get excited if it's bullshit? But I literally thought about it when I was in the room and I said, number one, some of these people won't remember it. But number two, I don't remember Millie's <laughs> here. And I know Millie. I mean, Millie, uh, I would say this to his face. I, I mean, he's probably listening. Millie was the king of something may happen. And then a day later, you hear he told someone it's definitely happening. Yeah. We would tell him, Mike, this is a maybe. It's a maybe, Mike. And then literally, like, you know, he'd be printing up, like, itineraries for, like, you know. A, here's a tour book. Yeah, here's a tour book for Belgium. I said, Mike, some asshole in Belgium sent us an email and said he liked us and he wishes we could come someday. Cool, I booked the bus. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Um, anyway, that's always fun to shit on the old Millie. <laughs> He's going to probably issue a Charlie for this. And I say, two I belt, welcome your Charlie. Two belt Milligan. Yeah, totally. If he doesn't send me the videos he owes me tonight, he's getting a Charlie. Um, he's working anyway. on it. He's working on it. Son of a bitch. Okay, anyway, here we go, guys. Um, It's our best of episode. It is our best of. That means we're going to talk about our favorite things in 2017. We're not talking life or politics or anything because all that shit was bad. It was a horrible, goddamn, crummy year. Terrible stuff happened to us and our friends in the band. Everybody had a bad year. I think the world had a bad year. But gosh darn it, we're talking entertainment. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite movies, favorite music, um, favorite TV shows, of course, because TV's pretty good right now, and any other odds and ends, whether it be a book or a video game that we're into. Um, we have a couple of listener responses that we'll share, too. Correct. But we're going to fire through them really quick. We're and not if gonna... you happen to be watching on Facebook and didn't send your responses, Lucy, yeah, I definitely had yours. Please. Please respond in the comments. Yeah. We will we will mention them yeah, on there. Any friends on Facebook, we know that there's Talking not a lot you, of Billy. people on there right now, but hit them up. So, um, guys, we're musicians. We know about music. Uh, let's talk music. Let's go really quick and just kind of say some of your favorites. Kai, you are our guest of honor and you are our resident know everything that comes out. What records rocked for you last year that came out last year? Um, I'll, I'll, you want to go one go around you? I'm going to just give you a big fat list. Just give us a list. Yeah, give us a fat list. Yeah, I think we'll go quicker okay. if you fire through the stuff you like. Uh, Converge put out a record called Dusk in Us that was incredible. I mean, they, they definitely took it to the next level and that's, you know, brutal band. Another band called Dead Cross that's sort of a, an all-star band. It's got um, Dave Lombardo from Slayer on drums, Mike Patton on vocals. It's got a couple of guys from Locust. Total wow. super group, Crazy. but it's incredible. That is a metal really, super group. Really, really, really good. Um, a band called The Drums put out a record called Abysmal Thoughts that's incredible. One of the more interesting new bands to come on the scene. Uh, Elbow, Little Fictions, which you know that band just gets better and better in They're my still opinion. still putting out music? They've been around forever. Yeah. Yeah, put up, it's so good. Uh, I 
singer, female singer songwriter named Jay Som put out an album called Everybody Works. It's on almost everybody's list this year, but it absolutely deserves it. Another one's on many, many lists. Kendrick Lamar's Damn. That guy is just, he's one of the only people is, I think is, in hip hop right now doing legitimately listen, good work. Because I listen to so little new school hip hop and for the most part I hate what I hear, I heard so much about that record. Is it legitimately as special as you say? Because when I hear new school hip hop or new hip hop, I, I automatically think it's just garbage, you know? According to Spotify, it was my most listened to record of the year, and that's not not oh, one of the times that I that I listen to it on record as well. So, dude, it's wow. it is so it's he's, that special, he's, that good. He's doing something that's what what's happening in modern hip hop. He's doing it, but he's. I think the reason that a lot of the modern hip hop comes off is so dumb is because they're taking the simplicity of what he's doing, but they're completely mm. missing the point of it. But he's also uh-huh. doing something completely new. He's furthering it. You know, he's, he doesn't want to repeat himself, but it's man, he's he's really special in my opinion. He's 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 the real deal, and I you know I saw him live too. He's incredible, one of the better live shows I've seen in a while. So I mean that 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 one's definitely cool. in, you know doing it for me. So that's that's like the first one you said that I feel um is everywhere. You know what I mean? You you yeah. always have a lot of crazy picks, but that was a big one. Uh, keep going, Kai. What else? What else? Rock you. Uh, Mutoid Man, which is another super group. It's a uh, drummer from Converge, singer and guitar player from Cave In, and a bass player that's been in a bunch of bands. It's called Warmones. Incredible hard rock, but melodic, super <laughs> that's melodic. A, that's a cool name. Warmones. Yes. I like that. Um, uh, Rostam, which is one of the, the co uh, writer from Vampire Weekend, not the singer, but the other guy. He quit Vampire Weekend. And he put out his first solo record, and it that? is so good. I also like it because his last name, I can't pronounce it, but the first part of his last name is Batman, which is pretty rad. Um, but the record's really good. Um, Coming from a guy Rob, whose middle name is Lando, I, I imagine you would appreciate that. Definitely. Um, uh, Ro- uh, Roswell Kid, who's great, great power pop band, put out a, what I think is their best record. They finally figured out what they're doing and made it with great uh, set recording. On side one dummy called Precious Art, uh, Slow okay. Dive put out. They got back together for the first time in you know, decades and put Dude, out. Dude, all these bands are getting record. back together. I can't get my head around it. It's re- every, like Dude. all these people you're mentioning are like, "Hey, they got back together." I'm like, "Slow Dive." I thought they've been gone for years. They have reunited and made an incredible record. Took what they did, but added some melody to it and, and modernized it. Really, really did a good job. Quicksand, another nostalgia band that's been broken up forever you know bass players in deftones singers done a bunch of other stuff but they got back together and made a record okay. it feels like they never stopped it really 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 good um and last but not least uh tiger cub who is was my favorite record of last year put out a new yes. ep and it's the eps that. the eps better than the record it's on this band is unbelievable so i mean they've literally put out now a record and ep that i think both are perfect they're they're just they're really, really special. Nice. Um, and then last, wow. last one is the Cloud Nothings, who were one of my favorite records with their last record. And we also actually met randomly at a hotel in England last time we were over there. Oh, yeah. They, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They put out a new record called Life Without Sound that is so good. They just they stepped up Did their songwriting. Did you say Life Without, Life Without Sound or Wife Without Sound? Life <laughs> Without Sound. Wishful L- thinking L- on your L- part, Jay, L- man. L or W? L, L. L oh, as in lazy. Because Chris is all about a wife without sound. I'm stealing that <laughs> shit. That's a great line for a song, you know? <laughs> how I get down, how I get down, find me a wife with no sound. <laughs> anyway, keep going. That's it. That's my list. 
That's yeah. it. Kai, um, yeah. it always marvels me, and I've felt this way ever since I met you, like, close to 20 years ago. Um, you used to work at a record store, and that was, like, osmosis to get all this music and, and get turned on to stuff that the average person wouldn't. Help. How the hell do you do it now? When you freaking have a full-time job and you have a freaking child now. I mean, seriously, how do you find and get – not just find it and know about it, but actually have time to listen to it? I, it's a serious question. You've, you're just stunning with finding shit and giving it a listen. When do you do it? Well, I do it – Fridays typically is you know new release day for music. So I just – I am on a couple of mailing lists that send out new everything that's been released those days. And I just go through and I listen to almost everything that – I, anything that looks interesting to me for one reason or another, I just so you'll try on. new stuff. It doesn't have to be yeah. stuff oh, you've yeah. heard of. You're literally Absolutely. okay. I, I mean, I, I have nothing excites me more than finding a new band. I mean, it's so it's the finding that new band that kind of you know how I feel about Tiger cut like that yeah. kind of thing. Just I don't know. It makes me feel. It, it just makes me feel good inside. I love it. So I you know I listen. I just I'll listen to a song and if it doesn't speak to me, I move on. But. That's how I find yeah. it. And then I'm, I'm also fortunate that I commute 100 miles a day. So I have, you know, I have two hours a day to listen to music. A lot of listen so that, time. that's quite helpful. Dude, good for you, man, because Dan and I talked about it before uh, the podcast started. Like, we're bad at it. I mean, I used to be better. Dan would be okay. But, like, we're just – I mean, I, I don't listen to a lot of stuff. I, I, I find when I have time to listen to stuff, I love music. I think it's the best thing in the world. And when I say that, I really mean that. Music is my favorite thing. I like it more than movies. I like it more than any other thing that is in the world you know, outside of people. But it's like something about getting older. I've kind of been drawn into like at night when I go to sleep, I don't want to hear music. I want to listen to a, listen podcast, to a podcast or a book. Or if I'm in the, in the car, I listen to talk radio. And I adore music. And every once in a while, I hear something that totally moves me. But I don't seek it out like you do. And I've always, always, nothing but respect for you to still do that, Kai. I think it's harder to do when you get older and you, you've stayed up with it. Yeah, it definitely is. But I, you know, I'm on the podcast train too. But I make, I just have made myself a hard rule that I, if I listen to a podcast on one way on my drive, then I listen to music on the other, you know, so I just That's make sure rule. I don't go down it too hard just to make sure. That's I don't, a good rule. I don't want to lose out on it. Music's too important to me. Cool. Kai, out of all those records, right? Give me the three that are your personal favorites. I don't, they don't need to be the best, but the three that you said, if you can only listen to three records this year, these are the three that you would listen to again and again. Uh, the Converge record, um, the Kendrick Lamar record. And man, I mean, I would throw that Tiger Cub EP in there, but it's only a couple of songs. So that's going to be, that's going to be tough. You're you're whack pack for those guys, dude. You love them. Dude, they are so good. I would probably pick either the Cloud Nothings record or the JSOM record. Those would be my three. So that's actually four, but. Yeah. There you go. So listeners, give that, uh, give them to that one more time, Kai, because they're probably not going to grab all the records you mentioned, yeah. but give me those three or four that you say, hey, if you listen to this podcast and you want to know what I'm rocking, this is it. All right. Cloud Nothing's Life, Not Wife, Without Sound, Converge, The Dusk in Us, uh, JSOM, mm. Everybody Works, and Kendrick Lamar, Damn. Cool. It's funny. I, I, I was working on a solo record called uh, J Man, Everybody Jerks. So I'll have to look into how that girl ripped me off. You know? uh, Lucy, it, uh, Lucy it, says it, she it, couldn't it. come up with any albums. She just listens to the same stuff she listened to from 2004 to 2008, which I, I agree with. Me and Lucy are cut from the same cloth. You know? <laughs> like, we're old now, damn it. Cool, Kai. Great picks. Thank you very much. Dan, uh, yep. let's let's go to you real quick. It was, what music worked for you this it's year? A, it's any? a short list. Yeah, I got a short list too. What do you got? I've got uh, Paramore's After Laughter. Say what? 
<laughs> I know a lot of people said this. This record was so fucking good. It was in my top listen to on Spotify. When did you start listening to Paramore? A couple of years ago. This, but this record like, doesn't sound like closet, the... like closet Paramore listener. No, like don't look at me. Clearly, you don't follow me on Spotify, Jamie. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> this record is amazing. It's a, such a, a mature like growth for them as wow. a band. It's it has a definite sound. The whole record it sounds kind of it's got like an eighties vibe to it. Okay. It's phenomenal. Every song you might not like them all, but they are so goddamn good. Damn. That record kicked my ass. That came out this year. This well, twenty seventeen. Okay, it did great, great. It did. What an interesting. Highly thing. recommended. Even Graham was like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Paramore's new record is very good. Well, good for them. It's fucking great. Good for them. What um, else you got? I loved it. Uh, Lights came out with a new record called Skin and Earth. I've mentioned her before a couple of years ago when she had her last record out. Um, so this was sort of a multimedia release. She's, she is drawing and releasing her own set of comics. And this record goes along with Go that, kind on. of tells the story. <laughs> she's gorgeous, too. Um, she's, a, she's an amazing singer. This record is also very, very good. And I loved it. Fantastic. So Lights, Skin and Earth. My third and last pick is Manchester Orchestra's uh, uh, Black Mile to the Surface, which Loved was also it. fantastic. I've really come around to them like in their later records. I uh -huh. listened to them early on. I was like, okay, this is fine. And they, they were the cool band to like for a while. That was the band that was like, hey, I'm past brand new. I listen to Manchester And I didn't Orchestra. like them that much at that. Like they were okay at that point. But they've really, again, they've evolved their sound and, and changed like what they sound like. They've just grown as a band. And that record is fantastic. Wow. Also, it's it's okay. great. Nice. The lyrics, his lyrics are so good. Uh, it, that record's yeah. a real would grower. You, would Agreed. you say that's one that you missed on your list, Kai? Something that you may Definitely. have uh, missed out on? I actually was Surprised there was looking... no overlap on that record. Yeah, I, Sorry, I actually missed that, and I also missed the Mastodon record. Totally forgot both of those. Oh, goddamn. Oh, for the metal fans out there, Mastodon. All right, J-Man, what do you yeah. got? Okay, cool. Um, Guys, I only grabbed three records. Um, uh, Like I said, I didn't listen to a lot of music. Okay, out the gate, I'm going to give you one that you know I'm going to say. Um, and check this out. The front bottom's going gray. Now, let me put this a little asterisk next to it, right? <laughs> this this is the front bottom's weakest album to date. Okay. Out of all their records, you know, I'm, I'm a hardcore fan of theirs. It's the weakest one. Little too synthy, little too produced for me, little too poppy. But for me, it's still one of the best records of the year. I My love the innuendo favorite, of the title. It's so good. My favorite song of the year, or at least one of the top three, is a song called uh, Peace Sign. And I just think it's amazing song lyrically, the hooks, everything. The song just it's one of those ones I listen to again and again. It's like the, one of the few songs I fell in love with this year. Again, hmm. I think they're on a different level than their contemporaries lyrically. Musically, it wasn't their best record, but I'm just happy that they're having the success they are, the attention. There was like three other songs I liked, but I didn't love it as much as the last two records. Um, Kai and I went to see them together down in L.A., and another reason I picked it is I just had such a good time at that show. Mm. It's, a, I, it's been a long time since I sat in a show and, and sang out loud. Like, I wasn't in the front row. We were back by the bar, but I thought that that was a tremendous show, Kai, and uh, I really love the record, and that particular song to me is so good, it makes me overlook the rest of the record. It's just, oh, wow. the song's that good. Um, Kai, I know you were a little let down by that record. Yeah, I, I love half of it, and then the other half of it, to me, just doesn't do anything, which is why I didn't put it on the list. There was just too many other things, but I yeah. do, I, I love that band, and that show was great, and that show actually made some of the songs that 
didn't do much for me on record make a little bit more sense as well. Yeah, I came back and really fell in love with it. You made an Owen Busey reference. Um, Owen is great at like doing weird musical references. So hear like a metal band and he says, it sounds like John Zorn. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like John Zorn <laughs> if he was on an acoustic guitar. And for one second, like you're fuck. Wow, you're right. Like Owen's really good at that. He's it got a real happen. gift for that. Yeah, but Kai made an Owen Busey uh, reference when we were watching that show. You turned to me, Kai, and said, doesn't that sound like a Proclaimer song? And I was like, you're fucking... And I went home and listened to it, and I'm like, my God, that's exactly how the Proclaimers <laughs> would start a song. It was, it was very impressive, Kai. It was deep in the Owen reference, and that was a particular song I loved on there. It's called Don't Fill Up on Chips. So I like the record a lot, but I'm not going to lie. I like the front bottoms <laughs> enough where I'm blinding myself to the fact it's probably not the best record of the year. I just love them. And that's also sound advice. Yes. Here's Don't my fill up one. on chips. Yeah, it is sound advice. Um, <laughs> for this little weird one. Chris Hillman biding my time. Chris Hillman was in the birds. He was also in the Flying Burrito Brothers with uh, Graham Parsons. He's often he's the one that lives in Ohio. He's the one that lives in the Ohio area or has in the past. Okay. Curly hair, mustache. He's I mean he's been in two literally legendary bands. Gigantic a of, bands. A lot of people say he was one of the founders of good country rock. Literally, he's a guy that is often credited is as Is that a thing? Good country rock? It was at a time, right? Any rate, he pretty much made his last record. He wasn't gonna make another record and things happened. And I think it's a real complete testament to his diverse career. It's folky, it's country, it's rocking. He, he pulled out a bird song that was never, ever released or recorded, like an old school, proper mid-60s Roger McGuinn bird song. And it's this great rock tune. It's just a good swan song record. You know what I mean? Like somebody whose whole life has been devoted to this, kind of knowing this is probably going to be the last one. And here's the big thing. That's this is why sad. it got some attention. Tom Petty produced it. It's the uh, last oh, musical man. thing Tom Petty did. It's <clears throat> the last thing he did. So check this out. They recorded this beautiful version of Wildflowers. And um, now uh, with Petty gone, a lot of people found out about this record. Because you know how it is. When he died, everybody was up in arms. And now that Chris Hillman's song, it became a tribute to his late friend Tom Petty. Tom Petty basically said, you got to make one more record, Chris. you got to make one more record. Because Tom Petty was a bird's maniac birds maniac you know i think he would he just wanted to work with the guy band. from the birds you know so it's it's worth checking out it's not for everybody it's it's not perfect but it's just a good record and here's my last record one of my favorites of the year tell me if this sounds familiar it's not his best album but to me it's still one of the best records of the year randy newman's dark matter randy Damn, newman is good yep. i missed that on my list because i love that record was great it's I'm really good it's not um, It's not one of his masterpieces. And Randy Newman is a guy. He's one of my favorite songwriters ever. He writes masterpieces he for sure. He has masterpieces. Absolutely. There's about five records that I'm like, well, those are perfect. You know, but um, at 74 years old, he oh is God. 74 years old. When you're 74, you're not going to be around that much longer. It's probably going to be his last studio record of original songs. He's been open and honest about that. There's a real good chance he may not do a, a, a studio record of original songs. He still has it. One or two songs kind of missed the mark, but there is a ballad on there called Where Is My Wondering Boy Tonight? And it's one of the most heartbreaking, poignant songs I've ever heard. It is vintage Randy Newman. And anybody that can make a song as good as that, I'm just going to throw the freaking record on the list. He's one of my heroes as a songwriter. And I think it's a real, real tremendous effort for a full-length uh, record. And again, the closing track on that record... I'm, I'm being serious. It's going to sound real weird and emotional. Ready for this? So good I listened to it once. 
Chris, what are you talking about? Why did you listen to a song once? No, I totally get that. I'm going to fucking I totally get it for it. when I need it again. You know what I mean? Because it touched me that much. I almost don't even want to replicate the experience because it ripped my heart out. I almost got, I don't get weepy over songs, but this one was pretty damn close. Um, and uh, um, I, I fear even telling people about it because it was so uh, touching to me that I don't want anybody to ever come to me like, yo, I listened to that last song on the Randy Newman record. Whatever. Because it would be like, it would hurt me because I loved it so much. So those are my records. Front Bottoms, Going Gray, Chris Hillman, Body My Time, and Randy Newman, Dark Matter. Um, and All right. That's, that's where we're at. There's the three that I would recommend. All right. Um, so we got some picks. We do. Guys, let's go to movies. Let's go to movies. Let's move do, on, get the fan? ball rolling. You want to do listener picks first? Oh, oh, we got music listener we picks. We do. Of course. Please, please, please. We do. So got? Pete, um, good old Pete, wrote in. He's got... Quite an extensive list. Pete Bilton. Pete Bilton. From? From the UK. From Lost. Who, from Lost. If you come to the Get Happy Tour, you're going to see him at a couple shows. He'll be there. So I'm just going to go over this quickly because he has quite a few. He um, has Everybody by Logic, Pacific Daydream by Weezer, Harry Styles' self-titled album, another Paramore After Laughter fan. Thank you, Pete. Love that record. Uh, War on Drugs, A Deeper Understanding, and Neck Deep's The Peace and the Panic, for whatever that's worth. Lucy okay. had one that's record, uh, which is Newfound Glories Make Me Sick. Kiaha even wrote in and said Death from Above, Outrage, and Gorillas Humans, which neither of those I've listened to, but uh, okay. Huh. You got a Kiaha. Interesting. Interesting. So that's our that's our listener picks. Those are our listener picks for For, for music. For music. Cool. Or at least those are the ones that we've decided to select. You know? I know. Um, I, I put them all in here. Good. 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 Um, wonderful. So uh, let's move on to uh, movies. Let's okay. move on to movies. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Who started? Kai. You want me to start? Yeah, sure, you can start. All right, I'm going to start. Here you go. Uh, I'm not going to hit people up with a ton of movies, but I did not see as many movies as I wanted to see. In full disclosure, I didn't see Dunkirk, and I'm pretty sure that that thing was a freaking masterpiece because you can't find anybody that doesn't tell you it's a freaking masterpiece, right? And Darkest Hour, too. Um, I didn't see it. Which one's Darkest Hour? Darkest Hour is the one about Churchill, played by... Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, I which looks see, phenomenal. I didn't see either of those movies, but nope. I'm going to give you my three favorite movies, and I'm not saying that these are powerful, important films. They just freaking worked for me. <clears throat> Thor Ragnarok. Go figure. I thought that that was an absolutely incredible superhero comic book sci-fi movie. It's also on Pete's list. Great. Good job, Pete. It visually was amazing. It was funny. It was action-packed. And I actually thought it was a really good story. It's on David Stobie's list, too. Oh, Stobie, too. Cool. Yeah, great, Stobie's great. got it. I thought it was one of the better Marvel movies ever made. Kai, you are a comic book nut. Um, am I going over the top with it? Or do you think it was a real special Marvel movie? No, no, I really liked it. It was definitely the best Thor movie. I liked it a lot. I mean, they, they definitely took it more mm. in that Guardians, you know, fun direction. But I liked fun. it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Very Guardians was, heavy. Cool. Next one. It was long. For me, it was long. It was long. It was long. But it went by. I really enjoyed it. Uh, next yeah. one I got is, hey, man, people may think I'm full of it, but I liked it. I did. See what I did there? I liked it. I thought it was kind of like like a horror movie version of, of Goonies. I thought the kids acting in it were great. I thought the clown looked great. I thought it was a great performance. I thought it was a cool universe that they set. I thought it looked like the 1980s in, in, in Maine. Um, I just got pulled into it. It was a fun, popcorn, chompy horror movie that wasn't too horror, kid movie that wasn't too kid. They made 
what's great about Stephen King, I thought they captured it in this film. And I thought there was moments that were really creepy. I'm really hoping part two is as good as part one. I want backstory on Pennywise. It needs backstory. <sighs> but I liked it a lot. Dan, you, you, you shudder. You seem to not have enjoyed it. Well, no, I shudder at the I want backstory on Pennywise. Why? Only because I, a, I haven't seen the new It which is much to my own chagrin because I didn't go do it. Mm-hmm. B, I've seen the uh, made-for-TV movie from the 90s with Tim... Curry. Fuck's Conway. sake. Curry, sure. thank you, Dodzy. Uh, who actually was phenomenal. The movie wasn't so great because it was made-for-TV. Stephen yeah. King books don't translate well often yeah. into movies. Um, but I also read the book when I was about 13, and that book is something else, and I really have a... special, yeah. It's unbelievably good. Yeah. I mean, it's... Maybe his it's masterpiece, Stephen King. if not uh, close. People say The Stand. The Stand is his masterpiece. But sometimes I wonder if people like The Stand just because it's, you know, bigger than the Bible. Just because nobody has read it. Yeah, yeah, no one's read it. <laughs> I, read the, I read the unabridged version when I was, again, 12. Oh, that's, so, that's mm-hmm. You must have been all fucked up mentally after Summer reading camp. that. Yeah. Why do you think I am the way cool. I am, Jay? Uh, <laughs> uh, go carry on. Yeah, I'm carrying on. Kai, did you see it? I did, and I, I really enjoyed it as well. But as someone who also read the book, you really have to separate the two you you're have, not going to you, know, you have to go go into it not looking for an adaptation because they obviously you're not going to get backstory take, no they yeah. take a monster book and they cram it into two hours but and, man i thought that the, the guy that played pennywise um uh yeah. bill skarsgård he was i thought he did a really good job i thought the kids did a good job it was creepy it was it was well done i enjoyed it well, it's one of the kids from Stranger Things, right? Is yeah. It? Well, I went to see it like on opening night. The theater was packed. Everybody was quiet. Everybody was chopping popcorn. <laughs> oh, I think amazing. I was also caught up in the moment of, wow, it's fun to watch a movie with a full crowd that shuts the fuck up and is enjoying getting that's scared. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I'm going to give you my third one. Like I said, I, I didn't have a lot this year that really, you know, reached out and uh, got me. The Disaster Artist. Mm. Have you guys got to see it yet? I haven't yet. Yes. That is also on um, some other lists. That's on who picked that? Sorry, carry on. Oh, I I just, listen. Rachel Clare picked it. As a guy who made a movie, what's more interesting than a movie is the making of a movie. Movies about movies, for some reason, have always appealed to me. The the, the things that occur to make a movie are fucking insanity. It is. It's bizarre, all the stuff that people go through. So to make a movie about a movie that's considered one of the worst movies of all time, made by a real interesting, kind of really over-the-top character... It's just a no-brainer, and I think Franco and Seth Rogen was the right team to kind of bring it to life because mm. they understand the camp and the weirdness of it, and I just thought it was well-acted. I thought it was funny. I was just fascinating to see you know, somebody – because the story is so weird. I don't even want to ruin it, but it's a movie about the wor- one of the worst movies ever made right. that's become a cult hit. I thought it was so well done, so neat, so creative. It makes sense that they made it and I thought it's so cool to see the guy that made a terrible movie who was basically considered a lunatic yeah, and a nutcase for sure. and now he's on talk late night talk shows and now he's walking on stage at the Golden, Golden Globes. Globes Yep, all because he made a piece of shit it somehow became amazing because I've always been fascinated with stuff so bad that it's good and that's that movie so I really enjoyed it I know those are weird picks man I feel like I didn't hit the real important serious films but Thor, Disaster Artist, and It, and then, of course, Honorable mentioned the new Star Wars. Didn't understand it the first time. Second time, loved it. Visually amazing. And I just think Star Wars is great, even if it's not a top ten Star Wars movie. 
It was really solid, and I enjoyed it. They're my four picks. How okay. about you, Dan? What are your movies? Um, so I also have The Last Jedi on there. Um, but it, again, this is only because I think I saw three movies this year. <laughs> yes. Actually, yeah, all, I'm, all I'm, Dan's three movies made it to I'm going to make three. it four because I just another one just came to mind. Okay. So Star Wars The Last Jedi. And again, it, I, I left the theater when I saw it thinking, okay, I need to see this again. Because I knew that I had, A, needed time to digest. Uh-huh. And B, needed to see it again. Because Love you always pick up time. more the second Adored time. Adored it the second time. So yeah. I need to do that. Last Jedi is on my list. I also have Beauty and the Beast on my list, which with, I with uh, the live action one with Emma Watson. Woo, boy, Spoon Man! Honestly, it was really good okay. for for a live action adaptation of a Disney animated movie. Uh-huh. It was fantastic. It was really well done. It was tr- true to the original, okay. and I loved it. It was great. All right, saw it at Universal Studios or Universal City Walk. Anyway, okay. my third movie, Coco. The Pixar movie. Oh, I heard great heard, things it about that. Same. Was fantastic. Yeah, it's. I mean, Pixar never disappoints. I heard great things. This about one was it, exceptionally yeah. good. I mean, visually, absolutely stunning, uh, and just a fun story. It was nice to see something out of their real house a cool. little bit. And just, just go see it without question. Uh, cool. My fourth. Yes. Is Get Out. Oh my God! Wonderful, it, wonderful movie. It Check was, it out. That movie is a masterpiece. Agree. You're going to tell me that's, to get out, but I ain't list. seen it yet. But everybody says that's the best movie of the year. It's great. Everybody that really sees movies that I know and trust literally say undoubtedly as good as Dunkirk looked and as good as um, Gary Oldman was in, as Winston Churchill, people are saying it. Get Out is just absolutely special. The blending of genres and everything. Well, and for, for Jordan Peele's first effort as a writer and director, like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Like, I know the guy knows his stuff. He's been yeah. doing TV forever, but yeah. man, what a great first effort. Love it. Love it. Great. Interesting picks. Dan, you and I are mixing it up a little bit. We are. Kai, you have a connection to the world of Fandango, meaning you get to probably see a lot of movies for free. And apparently Dan does because there's a stack of fucking Fandango tickets <laughs> where we're recording this. And I was absolutely stunned. And apparently everybody that knows anybody that works at Fandango goes to movies for free, <laughs> except for your boy, the J-Man. So please share with us the 18 million Fandango movies you witnessed this year. Well, that's true, but I also have a kid, which makes it tough to go to the movies. But I do have a fairly sizable list, regardless. Oh, um, dude, you're like Burgess Meredith when he breaks his glasses in the Twilight Zone episode, and all he wanted to do is read yes. books for the rest of his life and have everybody die, and they all die, but he breaks his glasses. That's you. All I want to do is watch movies, and you're like, oh my god, I have a kid. Time it up at last. <laughs> that, my favorite Twilight that, Zone episode. It's so good. Your wait, your favorite ever? Yeah, my single favorite. Wow. We, Man, we should talk about Twilight Zone sometime. Go on. What what movies did you love? Um, so I loved Baby Driver, the new the new Edgar Wright movie. Oh, still it was a, seen it that. was a Edgar Wright did a heist movie, an original heist movie. It uh, is it's perfect. It's it's amazing. It you know Kevin Spacey's in it, so it's not going to get any awards nods, unfortunately. But man, <laughs> is it great. It, it, okay, it's getting cool. fucked. Because That's what of everybody that. says. Yeah, Aww. they need to reshoot it without him, just like they did the other one, and you know re-release it next year and get get another go around but man it was so good um the big sick i loved everyone's talking about that too camille nanjani wrote it with his wife it's about his story he literally plays himself but it's it's a romantic comedy and michael showalter directs it he you know who's amazing one of the state members and etc but man it is it's great romantic comedy tons of heart absolute laugh out loud moments um but it it definitely takes you to a place that you won't go typically with those kind of movies um i loved i loved the new blade runner i really liked it that was a really polarizing one but that's a controversial pick because i know people that 
hated it, but I know people that yeah. loved it. So, yeah, it definitely goes one way or the other. I really, really liked it. I thought it was shot really well. I thought it it, it did have a lot of the feel of the first one. I thought Gosling did a great job. Um, okay. Uh, another movie called A Ghost Story, which is starring um, you know oh. another one. I was going to mention that because that's on everybody's top 10 and I was fascinated by it. Is is it good as everybody says? It is so good, but again, no awards nods because Casey Affleck's in it, another predator. So no one's talking yeah. about it. But that, <laughs> that's not, it is so good. It's the, the it's very artsy, pred- right? It's, it's artsy. It's, a, it's an it. art house ghost story. It's, it's sort of, imagine if you took the premise of the mo- movie ghost, the, you know, the, the eighties uh-huh. movie ghost and you made it, art house and you took the camp and cheese out of it it's about a, a married couple and you go through kind of their life and their early relationship and then one of um, you know one of the people dies and they go back and haunt the not even haunt but just observe the survivor's life as they go about their life and pick up the pieces and the but the whole time the ghost is in any scene it's just a person with a sheet with two eye holes cut out over it and it's shot <laughs> yeah, beautifully yeah. it's acted <clears throat> beautifully it's it's really special the first time i watched it i watched it and when it was over i started over immediately and watched it again it doesn't happen often it was great keep going Um, what else you got next one is a movie called killing of a sacred deer it's yorgos lanthimos who directed my favorite movie the last year the lobster this was his follow-up completely Uh. different from the lobster it is i haven't felt that uncomfortable watching a movie in a really long time it is so brutal and gnarly and uncomfortable it's sort of about a a stalker type kid and this guy that has everything colin farrell's in it he's incredible he's the you know one of the leads nicole kidman's one of the other leads i mean it is it is really really well done in um really good one uh lego batman i loved if you guys love the lego movie i I highly recommend the lego movie man that that one i'm gonna i'm gonna say something really weird here it's almost too much visually I know that sounds really freaking stupid, right? But I didn't love it because they assault you with so much visual in that film. I know that kind of sounds weird, you it know does. what I mean? But no, it was I, almost I like too that. much. Like every two seconds, it was just Legos exploding in your face and constant movement. And it was kind of like, whoa, like slow it down. But anyway, I'm sure that's what it's the kids an action like movie. Days, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Fan- The Phantom Thread, which is the newest uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I it is definitely want to see that. Probably the most visually striking movie I've seen in a lot of years. Everybody and is talking about that. That that's it, one that's just everywhere. You know, it's unbelievable. I got, I was able to go see it. They, they did a run collected with hateful late where they did. They took it in 70 millimeter prints and they did just where you go and you just see the movie, no trailers, every, you know, just as it is on film, with special equipment and went and saw that presentation. It was incredible. The move, the story itself, it, I I saw this when it came out, which was probably three four weeks ago, and I have not stopped thinking about it since. It has just really, really made me uncomfortable inside. It's really fucked with my mind in a way that I think that wow. and I don't. I can't even tell you if the story itself it, it, it's really slow, and I can't even tell you if it's good or bad. But it you reckon with it, and I think that's the point, right? You're, it shouldn't be that obvious, and it is beautiful. It's it's really well cool. done. I mean that that fucking yeah, it, and then. It, Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm saying it seems like it was a, a real good year for movies, actually. Last year was a little lacking, I thought, but there's there's a lot of stuff I want to see. And to me, that's always a sign of it's a good year for movies. When, yeah. when Dan says something or you say something, I'm like, fuck, I need to see that. I need to see that. 
Um, and anything else, Kai, that you would recommend? One more, and you have to see it, is The Shape of Water. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, finally, my God, I, yes. I thought he was Tim Burton. I thought he was done making good movies. I thought that his creativity was tapped out and he was done. And it is so good. You, I think, you know, your love of universal horror movies, I think you're really going to connect with it. Cool. Yeah, um, looking at like the top 10 online, I think we've mentioned virtually all of them. Yeah. This isn't a, a massive top 10, but you know, I'm going with Rolling Stone. And sure. they're pretty good with the movies. I actually think Rolling Stone's better with their movie than their... Uh, they got Phantom Thread, A Ghost Story, Kai mentioned both of them. Detroit, which is a film that got a lot of attention. Um, the Shape of Water, Lady Bird, The Post, which I want to see. I want to see The Post. Yeah, I like my Watergate I, political it's, thrillers. It's Spielberg Hanks. I mean, it's going to be small too. I didn't like it. Is it a remake of, of so... All the President's Men? Is it, is, is it, is it no, All the President's Men it, again? No, but yes. I mean, it isn't, but it kind of is. And All the President's Men is significantly better. It, the post was really boring. I, like, I watched it with, with my wife, and we turned it off halfway through. And it, it, wow. like, it all was the President's Men is one bad. of my favorite movies. I love All the President's Men. It's fantastic. Then, don't um, don't cool. bother with and, the post. Cool. And then the other uh, three that they had are three billboards outside Ebbing, really Missouri, see that. which uh, my friend Teresa actually told me it's very quirky, but well done. She said it's got a real kind of Coen Brothers type of quirk Even though to it's it. not Coen Brothers. Yeah. And then uh, Get Out, which obviously everybody seems to think is the best picture of the year. And then Dunkirk. That, mm-hmm. That's Rolling Stone's top 10. But don't you think, Kai, that's a pretty good top 10? I do. Yeah, I, I, I do. With the exception of The Post, that's the only one I would snip off that list personally but it's you know dan give us some listener movie picks all right listener movie picks pete bilton comes in with spider-man homecoming another for thor ragnarok and another for last jedi pete's also a guy that only watches marvel films so this is well you're gonna see by his picks he's like pretty much only people only watch marvel now that's all anyone ever does yeah i don't think he sounds like that but i did love that he does i loved spider-man homecoming it was they was it good i didn't see it Finally got that character right after. Far I can't Jimmy keep up with all the fucking Spider Mans, dude. I didn't even see it. It's ludicrous. I didn't even see it. They, Lucy comes in with Lady Bird, Logan, uh, which I need, also need to add to my list because I thought Logan was fantastic. Me too. Uh, well, Baby says, Driver and Disaster no, that's Artist. Logan Lucky. Well, that's not Logan. I'm considering it Logan. Is that a different movie? <laughs> yeah, Lo- Lo- Logan Lucky is a different film. Yeah. <laughs> well, so never mind. I'm adding Logan to my list. Lucy cool. has Logan Lucky. Rachel Clare says, Your Name, Lion, Baby Driver, The Big Sick, Coco, The Disaster Artist. Cool. So we have some overlap with Rachel. And David Stowe says, Logan Ragnarok, John Wick 2, Spidey Homecoming, Power Rangers, and not to judge him. Man, David Stowe, I'm not sure about John Wick 2. I kind of thought that was a mess. I didn't see it. I didn't think it was nearly as good as I watched the first one. Um, And then Patty uh, in the live chat room on Facebook says, Her faves were Beauty and the Beast, The Greatest Showman, and The Last Jedi. Oh, The Greatest Showman. I didn't see that, but that's very musical-oriented. It is a musical. Right? Yeah. Hugh Jockstrap just singing away, <laughs> right? He gets to do everything. Indeed. Cool. All right. So uh, let's move on to probably the category that we're going to have most stuff. So let's be careful. Podcast is getting long. We don't want to talk eight hours about every single one. But TV. We talk TV yeah, all the time on of here, course. Dan. It was another sensational year for TV. Um, uh Dan, you want to start us off with your picks for TV? Oh, sure, I'll start you off. A lot of these are recurring series, so I've mentioned them over That's the okay. years. As long as the series is on at some point fresh. Not sure. Like, so I don't want something that came out in 2015 that you found. I okay. want something that was on TV. I've got one of those. Except, oh, here we go. Okay. But there's a reason for it. Okay. So my list is Better Call Saul. Okay. 
wonderful because uh, it continues and it's great and it gets better every season. Stranger Things two, season two, which was wow, I didn't, fantastic. Really, I loved it. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it like the first season. Uh, um, Same. It's always it's always hard in the second. F- uh, second season, second film. A lot of rehashing, man. Every Spider-Man film was like that for me. So, like, the second one, I was like, ah. Eh, like, I love the first. episode where Eleven becomes, like, a punk rock. <laughs> That's far and away the worst episode. What a weird thing. Yeah, it's a terrible episode. It's like you that can... second bad religion record that, like, they act like doesn't exist. You can you throw know? that episode away, for sure. I thought the rest of it was great. It was a good building on yeah. season one. Okay. Um, I'm moving right on to The Good Place, which, if you haven't seen, is a fantastic show. I know nothing about it. It's Wonderful. It's Kristen Bell, Ted Danson. I think it's on NBC. Okay. It's funny as shit. Okay. Very, very fun. Um, Travelers, they're on season two. It's a show, a Netflix show. It's kind of, it's sci-fi. Okay. I dig it. Gotcha. Uh, Silicon Valley continues to be wonderful. <laughs> you love That's that. Def- oh. yeah. If you haven't watched it, you yeah. need to watch it. If there's any show that you could be transported as a character in, do you think that's the one that you belong in? Uh, no, it's probably Game of Thrones, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't last long, dog. I'm Jon Snow, would. motherfucker. Yeah, you, 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 you may think you are. <laughs> that's what every nerd thinks, yeah. J-Man. Uh, Black Mirror continues to be amazing. I haven't made it through the whole season yet, but it came out in 2017. And reviews are in. I've only seen a few episodes, but so far I continue to love it. Okay. It's wonderful. Um, Ozark, same. I only caught two episodes i, I have some people that adore it but it's fantastic the acting is wonderful and it's great to see I, this isn't my words i read this from somebody else it's great to see the people just being as shitty as that they actually are okay. unlike breaking bad where they're like oh we're good people kind of yeah. um younger which was kind of a sleeper hit for me it was something that God jacqueline damn, was into a lot of shows this year i did I did. Uh, That was fun. It's Mandy Moore show. Mr. Robot continues to be great. Game of Thrones, obviously. And here's my weird out of out of year pick. I'm going with Westworld. It did not come out this year, but I rewatched it this year. It's the second time I've run through the season and it was way better than the first time I watched it. You know what, dog? Hell yeah, because we have an anti Westworld on the phone, which is Kai. That's not a bad thing. He just just did not get down with it and Agreed. i loved it and i i really did and the things that annoyed kai which we'll ask him about quickly like i was able to see past because i thought the whole thing was just so fascinating mm-hmm. kai why didn't you like westworld and again this is not a show that is this year right it's no. not a show that is this year it's but 26 kai, real quick what, what what just burnt you about that show when dan and i are sitting here saying we love it the acting was so bad in half the cast I just couldn't get past it. There are too many characters, and too many of them did not know how to act or to be their character. It drove me insane. Maybe I need to watch it again. Again, if Dan had this, you know, the second watch, and it was a lot better, maybe that's what I need. But I barely got through the first season, and I have zero intention of watching the second one. I, I, I well, really I mean, hated it. To be fair, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Like, I liked it. But watching it the second time through really enlightened me as to what they were trying to do with the storyline of the show, who the characters were, mm-hmm. who Anthony Hopkins was. Like, it kind of blew my mind the second time, not the first time. The first time I was like, what the fuck is happening? I'm trying to keep track. Second time I was like, oh, I get it. This, and it's, you know, it's it, they're trying a little too hard to be deep and psychological, but they kind of yes. pull it off. Okay. But um, it's... I love so you rewatch that. That's your throwback. That I wasn't would say a 2017 if you, show for but. anybody that was on the fence. Give it another. I mean, if you can, if you can handle it. My one of my good friends, Ted, who has great taste in movies and television, couldn't even bear to finish it. He's with Kai, huh? Because he was like, I just can't. 
like suspend my d- disbelief that far. Like they have all these robot horses and robot snake, like and the place is so but he big. Watches Game and, like, of Thrones every week. Yeah, you know? I, yeah, but it's, it's weird. Like where does that line yeah, where your just, dis- disbelief is suspended? One, dude, I used to just hate on fantasy. Then you're like, I, I hate stuff like the Dungeons and Dragons. Stupid! I don't like that. I like real life stuff. And he's a Game of Thrones nut. And I'm just like, <laughs> come on, dude. You know, thing. like whatever. Uh, is that your shows for the year? Uh, that is all of my shows. Great. Um, Kai, talk to me about uh, your shows that you enjoyed this year. I do not have much because of where I fell off. I watch no television. I do not watch much TV because I watch mostly baseball during baseball season. So that takes up a good half <laughs> of my year. But um, That's okay. I, you also listen to 18 million records this year. so you True. Know. And I, I read a, far too many comic books as well. So I, um, I, wa- I loved Ken Burns' Vietnam. I thought he, that documentary was – I mean, he that guy continues to outdo himself. It was it sounds really, like the feel good show really of the year, special, man. Oh, really that, well done. that must yeah. be that must be harrowing, dude. Because that's the first war it's that gnarly. is covered where there's there, well, there's color. I yeah. mean, it was in color yeah. and and it's so fresh. And he can talk to people that were alive when he does a civil war. Who the fuck's he going to talk to? You know what I mean? And everything is black and white. I mean, is there some pretty heavy duty stuff in there? The whole thing is pretty heavy duty. I mean, it's like Dan said, it's not the feel good head of the year. But man, if you love what he does, you it's it is so so well done, well worth okay. a watch. I mean, it's it's streaming now. I I highly recommend it. Um, okay, what you got next? Also, Planet Earth two. I thought they outdid oh, themselves. So good. They they kept it shorter. There was only six episodes, but man, that program, that nature program. I mean, I've watched it too many times. It is so. It's- Good. Unbelievably I can put that on any good. Time. Yeah, it's it's just so well done. Kind of sad. I missed and, that for one of my picks. And then um, the only other thing I watched, and I know this is where you and I are going to cross over because you were the one that turned me on to it. Godless was incredible. Yeah. Godless incredible. on Netflix. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that special, 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 special show. Cool. Cool. Wow. So just a few uh, picks for Kai with TV. And uh, Dan and I clearly watch more TV than Kai. Um, but Kai listens to a lot more music. So it's a trade-off. Like a lot more. So big, here are my shows for the year. I have a big disappointment, and that was the uh, 2017 World Series. Oh, oh we haven't God, gotten the yeah. disappointments yet. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think we're doing disappointments. You know, oh, too, no, we are. It's too disappointing. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you my shows, guys, really, really quick. Um, one of the best shows I've ever seen wrapped up this year. It's called Black mm. Sales. It is Pirates of the Caribbean R-rated. The acting is incredible. The story is great. There's only five seasons. It's incredibly and far more deeper plot than you could ever think a pirate show would be. It's sensational. I think anybody who enjoys good acting and good television and good storytelling would fall in love with this show. I think I'm going to bring that on tour. I really want you to see it. I really do. The only thing is the first episode didn't grab me and pull me in, but by the time I got to the third, there was no turning back. I'm okay with that. one of those ones I need to become obsessed with, and it's beautiful and haunting and well done, and I think think you'd love it. It's a reimagining of Treasure Island. It is a prequel to the famous Robert Louis Stevenson book, Treasure Island. It's a prequel. So it's a prequel to the book. So if you know anything about the book, this is the story before the book. But obviously, they go in a direction you never imagine. I love Black Sails. I can't say enough. Pete Bilden agrees with you. It's on his list. Oh, nice. Uh, Godless, Kai mentioned it. Sure. It's a six-part Western series. 
Oddly enough, Jeff Daniels is the bad guy. He's incredible. It's oh, on Netflix. Fantastic. Even if you don't like Westerns, um, you will absolutely adore this. The performances are great. But it's I just, love Westerns. Yeah, too. Me too. Um, but it's just it's just so good, especially if you like you know, the Wild Wild West, but it's so well done. It's only six episodes, too, so it's not like a continuing show. It's almost easy. a miniseries. Um, the uh, the comic book fan, my favorite comic book hero ever is The, the Punisher. Punisher. And was the show perfect? No. Was it violent and brutal? And was Johnny Bernthal the best Punisher of all time? Absolutely. freaking lutely He was introduced in Daredevil 2. The fans loved him so much in that they demanded his own series. And damn it, he deserves it. It was He's incredible. A He's a great He's actor. A talented actor. Alone for the first scene where he snaps. And they play Tom Waits in the background as he murders dudes with a hammer was basically like, well, you made this show for Chris. You know, <laughs> what happens next? Does Rachel McAdams come out and do a lap dance? I mean, like literally it's just the show designed for me. Ultra violent, hokey at times, but it is a comic book character show. It's the Punisher. And he is the Punisher. I adored it. It was one of my favorite shows, but it was also my most anticipated. So there was no way for it to be bad for me. As long as you're going to give me violence and give me that guy being the Punisher, I was in. Um, and then last but not least, something I've gotten into only recently. The show wrapped up this year. There were only four seasons. Turn. Washington oh, you Spies. didn't mention this. It's an AMC show about espionage during the Revolutionary <coughs> War. It is fantastic. And it was completely ignored because AMC is Breaking Bad Better and Better Call, Call Saul, Saul yep. and, and Mad Men. And this show is just as good and high level. It's a period piece, but the characters are great. The storyline of how these guys are sabotaging and the acting and visually, I adore it. But I also enjoy history like that. I enjoy like my Revolutionary War, Civil War stuff. Those were my four shows. Punisher, Godless, Black Sails, and Turn. Those are the four shows I love this Interesting. Year. Cool. How about our listeners? What do we got? Uh, listeners. So I'm also going to add, because uh, I forgot to add it, The Expanse, season three, uh, was wonderful. Okay, that so was you're stealing year. our listeners' picks, but go no. ahead. Okay. They're not, that's not on here. That's <laughs> my pick. Okay, go, go, uh, go. So Pete says, Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, Taboo, Silicon Valley, Sinner, and Black Sails. We got some overlap. Stoby says, The Sinner, Stranger Things, The Punisher, Defenders. Uh, he could watch Daredevil kicking Iron Fist ass all day. I agree. Uh, the ass kicking, not the show. But Craig the ass Beach kicking. asks uh, in the chat room if you've watched The Handmaid's Tale, which I haven't. I've heard nothing oh, but good things. The Hulu show. The Hulu show. It's on inspired my... every woman it's on earth Hulu to hate men. Amazon. That's where the Me Too movement started with The Handmaid's Tale. Wow. It's so big. That's so it's huge, big. and I think it. I, I think I probably have to watch it. Oh, I heard it's incredible. Everybody's talking. Everybody's. About that. So I, I think season it. two is coming. I don't have Hulu. I don't have Hulu, and I, think, I don't either. But that show really, like, I mean, I know women in particular that that's their favorite show. Like the the girl that's starring in that, they say she's just remarkable. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. Uh, so that's it for the major entertainment picks. Um, we do have some some show picks from fans. Okay, so those are um, some those video are our game TV picks shows for the year. Um, hey, talk to me about Taboo. Somebody picked Taboo up there. Was it Pete? Kai, yes. did you see that with Tom Hardy? I did not. I did not either. And apparently, he's amazing in everything. I love Tom She's the new he's Daniel so Day good. Lewis. Yeah. But that show, I guess it didn't do well. The ratings weren't well, but the reviews were sensational. Even people said, even if you don't get in the show, you have to see this man's performance. Um, they said it's really, really special. And that, that's on my list of stuff to check out. Taboo. Which huh. is also a period piece as well, but supposedly it's a revenge thing. So if you give me revenge in the 1800s, I'm probably going to watch it. Lucy also says The Crown <laughs> is very good. Another popular 
Uh, another popular show from last year that I didn't watch. Okay, cool. So we got our TV out of the way. I think we got some odds and ends now, Dan. We do. Right? Um, uh, Dan, do you have any favorite shows that you went to this year? Anything? I have one because okay. I only went to one. Okay. And it was Netflix and Ozma at the Troubadour for my birthday. It was fucking fabulous. It was Netflix and Ozma? Sorry, Herford. <laughs> oh, boy. I saw Netflix at the Troubadour. And Spoonman turned into my dad overnight. There you go. Um, <laughs> Dan went to the Troubadour with Ozma, and together they watched Netflix. That's true. That's a good-ass show to go to. It was a hell to. of a show. Good-ass show to go to. Uh, some of my favorites of the year were I saw the legendary folk duo. Where they were a trio, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Mary's gone. Peter and Paul, if you can believe this, at the freaking uh, Rincon the, uh, sorry, Rubicon Theater, downtown Ventura. They were at the Rubicon? They were at the Rubicon. It was Jesus. a special event. It was a fundraiser. You have to understand, usually they would play like a performing arts center. They'd play in front of like yeah. a thousand people. Like T.O. Performing Arts Center or something. 125 people. Holy it was shit. like, see, now again, they're very, very old. You know, there's not a lot of time left for both of them. And I say that as they're, they're heroes of mine. Peter Yara was old when I saw him in 94. Yeah, he still he looks older. But I'm telling you, at one point, if you can believe this, Dan, they actually dropped the mics and just walked to the front of the stage and did a whole song. And I was in the balcony and heard them as if they were right in front well, of me. That's the it Rubicon. Like it's seeing, so small. It was like seeing living legends in this tiny place for this wonderful fundraiser. Oh, um, how cool. It was, an, it was a special show. It was like, I'm seeing something special. And then also, I loved going to see the Front Bottoms. Kai and I went to that. We had a blast at that show. And I, I saw my boy Arlo Guthrie with our, our old manager, Rod. And that was oh. a wonderful time seeing him. So, you know, I saw uh, quite a few of my favorites this year. Um, uh, Kai, any shows that stick out for you this year? Um, I mean, Elvis Costello with the Greek, I know, you know, we went and he, he played a set for fans. I mean, he played cuts that there was one song in particular called uncomplicated that I've been wanting to hear from him for 20 years and never heard him ever play. Didn't think he ever would. He, he knocked my socks off with it. He did it. It was great. I loved it. And, and, and Kai is an Elvis Costello maniac. So True. to basically go see Elvis Costello and have him play all the songs that only Elvis Costello maniacs would appreciate. I went with Kai. I've never seen him that giddy. And there was about 20 other cats that looked exactly like Kai that were equally as giddy. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's playing it. You know, and meanwhile, <laughs> everybody else is there is like, uh, when's, he, when's he going to play, you know, like all the hits? And Kai's like, he's not. Shut up. We're rocking. Um, so it was cool to see. <laughs> he him. did. It was cool. He played him at the end. He gave you he the did. detective. He, he gave you Alice and he gave you Pump It Up. No, I had a blast. I, I totally enjoyed <laughs> it. But not knowing his back catalog yeah, as well yeah. as you do. It was like not probably the best concert for a first time Elvis Costello fan. Sure. But if you're a hardcore Elvis Costello fan, he he laid it on you. Uh, any other shows really stick out for you, Kai? Yeah, I mean both of the the front bottom show and the the Nerf Herder Osmus show. Those I love both of those great times. And um, also I saw Mastodon at the Palladium with Russian Circles, and they were they tore the roof off of that fucking place i mean that's a cool place you know see anybody but man it, yeah. it, it was it was superb loud as shit cool. but it was great i got one more for you kai and it was a show that you and i went to dude i really thought um and again a little get happy tour reference coming at you but i really enjoyed oh. Jarrett's solo performance at the hotel cafe in la with him and linus and all those stories and all those songs broken down i thought that was a tremendous show it really was one of my favorites of the year I am with you completely. I completely forgot that was this year. For some reason, I was thinking about this last year. But man, feels it, like last hear, year, doesn't? Hearing the stories behind it and and hearing 
the stories are behind some of the darker songs too. I mean, man, it was really, I laughed like it, I got hit in the heart. It was, that was a, a special tour. It was the, the heartache and hilarity thing. It was so yeah. good. It was really special. That, that got a lot of mentions from listeners as well. It, it was well named though. I was like really moved at points and I was laughing out loud and it's tough to watch a guy with an acoustic guitar for like an hour and 20 minutes or however long the show was Kai, but I was transfixed the whole time. I never left. And, and that's always a compliment because when you're a musician, it's hard to watch anything, I think, for over an hour. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, But he was great that night. Dan, what about our listener picks for some of their favorite shows? Uh, for, oh, we have quite a lot. Uh, Pete says, Taking Back Sunday, Paramore, all-time low acoustic, Bowling for Soup and Less Than Jake at Slam Dunk. Lucy says, New Fat Glory, Bowling for Soup, MXPS, Jimmy Eat World, Simple Plan, Green Day, All-American Rejects, and The Offspring. God damn, she saw everybody. She did. Our, our listeners are big music fans. Rachel says, Jarrett, Acoustic at the Sidebar. Which was the night before Kai and I saw Heartbreak and Hilarity Tour. Billy Joel at Dodger Stadium. That Super cool. Seeing Billy Joel at Dodger Stadium is cool. Mumford and Sons at Arroyo Street Festival. Uh, Smith Street Band and Chris Farron at the Hi-Hat Mixtapes at Chain Reaction. Is that even still around? MXPX at Ventura Theater. And uh, she saw them twice. Well, I saw MXPX at the Ventura Theater. Did you? You were at that show? I saw her there. And uh, I had a blast that night. It was a throwback. It was like a nostalgia. That's awesome. Old school. The place was packed. So many more people than I thought. And it was like, hell yeah. It's, It's if I felt like I was at a show... 15 years ago in all the right ways, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. People got into it and had fun. Uh, Rory Sweetman says, Bowling for Soup at a small venue in Boston. Okay. Man, he goes everywhere. I believe you. He just shows up in weird places. Newfound Glory and Anniversary, three nights in a row. Blink-182 in Liverpool. I agree. I didn't see them last year, but I saw them the year before. I like how he says, with Skiba. It's important that he knows. No, it's very important. Well, because... Tom DeLonge doesn't tour anymore because yeah. whatever. And Ski uh, better. Another another vote for Jarrett Heartbreak and Hilarity and then Warp Tour Rewind uh, at Sea, which was the best experience of his life, apparently. I wanted to go to that. Fucking Jesus, a. the lineup was awesome. It would be so cool to just see them in all these like small like venues on a boat, then just kind of get hammered and have no responsibility. Like That was a cool event. That was one that, that that's, that's one, one that to legitimately go to. I, I would have liked to have gone Hell to. Hell yeah. Good for him for pulling that off. And then Kayla Lee comes in with Jarrett Heartbreak and Hilarity. Uh, and everybody loved that shit. Uh, Amity Affiction, Mallory Knox, Busted, Reliving Her Childhood, wow. Patent Pending, Newfound Glory, Neck Deep, and Junior. So, Junior? The band Junior Junior? Uh, yeah, that's what she junior wrote. Junior from Texas that used to roll with soup or a different Junior? Uh, it's not clear by what she wrote, but I have oh. to imagine. Wow. I didn't even know they are still around. That's crazy. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then uh, I think it's odds and ends time, right? Yeah, we got some other random Just categories. Some random stuff. Kai, do you got any random stuff you want to throw out for the listener? Be it, I know you're a huge comic guy, you're a reader. A couple quick things that you think people should check out. Yeah, let me I'd give you four comic books really quick. Um, first one being a comic called Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. Limited series. There was uh, only four issues for the whole thing. Uh, written by Matthew Yes, Rosenberg. only four issues ever printed, actually, and Kai bought all of them, so. <laughs> and um, and it's true. Ma- written by Matthew Rosenberg and uh, art by Tyler Boss. Matthew Rosenberg is like Marvel. He's doing everything with Marvel. He just took over Punisher. He's killing it on Punisher right now. He's doing a lot of great things. He wrote this great Kingpin series. So he's a big Marvel guy now. But this was his his book before that. It's about four kids who they find out that one of them finds out their dad's a bank robber and the kids decide that they can rob the bank better than their dad. And it's just <laughs> it's so well done. Really funny. Uh, second one is a book called God Country. Same thing. There was only six issues. Whole thing. It's done. Um, it's written by Donny Cates, who's another guy that's now signed with Marvel, and he's doing great things with Marvel. He um, He's taking over Doctor Strange. He took over Thanos. The art on God Country is by a guy named Jeff Shaw, who's also doing the art on 
the Thanos now. So if you love God Country, you can ship over to Thanos and kind of get a continuation of it. Um, last uh, next is Mr. Miracle got rebooted for DC by Tom King and Mitch Dreads on art. And Tom King is he's just special. He's doing special things. He takes a, he takes superheroes and takes them out of the superhero world. It's it's one of the best comics I've ever read in my life. And then finally, uh, Royal City that's written and uh, art by Jeff Lemire, who's my favorite writer of all time. It's a new one. It's about a kid growing up in the 90s. And they even with the covers, they do album 90s album cover parodies for the art of the cover. It's incredible. It's, anybody that's that grew up cool. in the 90s, you have to read it. It's it's perfect. That's it. Cool. Those and, are my comments. Um, anybody, anybody listening, um, if you want to have your face actually talked off and melted, much like the guy at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, come up to Kai on tour and ask him about comic books. Because if you haven't noticed <laughs> from that brief diatribe, that is his shit right now. Kai can talk some motherfucking That's all in comics, Kai's canyon. And he will talk and talk and talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all have our, like, weakness that, you know, and that's Kai's kryptonite, man. Like, it's over. You talk comics, it's just, it's intense. Kai was telling us about a comic his first pick and he brought us to another comic which was connected to a prot line in another comic just in the course of telling us about the original comic mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive guy well it's i got nobody else to talk to about comics man this is my outlet <laughs> <laughs> i have nothing um excellent uh hey so, so there's some great comics dan any little odds and ends that you had just you know whether it be some video games you like this year or books or comics or yeah yeah so it? i got a couple of video games um little nightmares was a was an indie release uh, i think it was on PlayStation and computer, which was a, a fun little game. Um, also, it's not, it didn't come out this year, but I played it this past year. It's called The Last Guardian, which is kind of an open, not open world, but like a, a really fucking cool game on PS4. Okay. Just beautiful. Um, Pete says Mario Odyssey is a masterpiece and uh, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, which I haven't played either of them, but I watched Mario Odyssey. It <laughs> looks amazing. I I, my brother said the South Park game is incredible. My brother said South Park game is like watching South Park. He adores it. I've heard that, too, but I've heard the first one was better. Um, there's also the a mention. Fractured butthole. Yes. Come on. Apparently, the Stick of Truth is a better game, though. Yeah, but that name is incredible. I know. I know. Um, also, The Legend of Zelda that came out on Switch this year is fan fucking tastic. Okay. Um, can't what else? We got? How much you played that this year? I haven't played it at all. I've been okay. watching Jacqueline play it, but it's gorgeous. Maybe I should have said I can't imagine how much she played it. I bet that rocked the TV for a long 70 time. Seventy hours, and she's not done yet. That's epic, dude. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Any podcast you're into, either one of you? Uh, yeah, I'll go podcast really quick. Um, honestly, it's it's kind of oh, oh, you know, yeah, I will. Um, there's a podcast that I found. It's a very big podcast. It's out of uh, Canada. It is called Someone Knows Something. Oh, you mentioned this to and me. It's much like Serial, but the uh, investigator gets very deep in an unsolved missing persons type case. It's fascinating. But it's nonfiction, um, right? But it's nonfiction, and he's from Canada. But he actually goes and interviews people, and you hear the whole thing. He's just not sitting in a studio, if that makes sense, you know. So you really get to meet all these different characters. The first one's about a little boy that went missing this season. Real sad old story, but just forgotten. Mm-hmm. A kid went missing once, and everybody forgot about it. The second one is really where he catches stride about basically a white trash Canadian girl that was murdered by potentially her boyfriend, who was never arrested, but the story and the twists and the turns are just incredible to oh, wow. the point where he actually, you can imagine, with the guy still being alive, huh. gets to him. For lack of a better, sure. I'm not saying gets him, but gets to but him. But he's around. And then the third one is this really interesting deep civil rights case where he catches, hooks up with the brother of a black man that was murdered in Mississippi that didn't get any attention, and they go looking for the original killers that are old men now. It is a 
great podcast. It's fascinating. Hmm. I listen to all three seasons. Each one gets better. Someone knows something. That's definitely the podcast that took me on this year that I can't speak highly enough. And then I listen to a bunch of weird boxing podcasts that nobody would give a shit about. Sure. So, um, Dan, any podcasts you love this year? Nothing new. I mean, I listen to the same set of podcasts that I've always listened to, mostly on the Twit Network. They're all Uh tech-related. I do enjoy The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe and Penn Sunday School on occasion when I have time. They're very fun. Any potties for you, Kai? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, two that I've just, I just I can't get enough of. One is Lore, which is also a TV show on Amazon. Oh, they made that an Amazon show. Books, I started that, but it, it's a podcast, and it's they're short. They're they're short episodes. Each one's you know like thirty minutes, and it's about each one takes my favorite sort of restaurant urban legend. L O R E, but it takes Damn. just a do- East Coast a, people darker bit of folklore and it's the the host is really knowledgeable it's just incredible creepy and fun but it doesn't take anything too supernatural it tries to bring it all tied into like you know how this is bullshit but maybe it could be real and here's the the history kind of behind it um and then the second one is called hello from the magic tavern which is it's basically about a guy who falls into a, a world that is a lot like Lord of the Rings or Narnia, but he's from Earth. You were telling us about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is laugh out loud funny. Same thing. The episodes are like 30, 45 minutes. And I mean, it. I die laughing every time. It is so funny because his co-hosts are a shapeshifter and a wizard. In And they hang out <laughs> in this tavern in the land. And the wizard is like Gandalf. But if Gandalf was just kind of a really kind of mediocre bumbling wizard but thought he was as great as gandalf it's just it's really special and priceless it's on its second season right now highly oh. recommend both of those um kai i i know i'm opening up a fucking wormhole here right but um uh story for another time i was involved in the filming of a tv pilot yesterday if you can believe that um not as cool as it sounds because basically i was a one-line extra and they didn't tell me that going in but whatever um uh point being I was in a comic book shop where they filmed it, and I was basically just looking at fucking comic books all day. Kai would have loved it. Imagine a comic book store (laughs) closed, and you could just literally wander around and read stuff for hours while this was filming. I stumbled upon a new comic that I think I'm going to start, and it just grabbed me. It's called Pestilence. Have you heard of this? I have. I have not read it, but I've heard really good things. Um, It's from a new publisher, Aftershock, that's doing some great things, man. They're taking some really big... Really, really big creators and given their own thing, but it, it, I mean, I know the premise of it and it sounds really fascinating. There was a similar comic Check. that came out the same time, um, that I, that took me off instead. It was a similar premise, but I've, I've heard it's good. If you read it, let me know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you really quick, Dan, because I think you'll get a kick out of this premise real quick. It's the late 14th century and a great pestilence, the Black Death, is sweeping across mm. Europe, killing over 100 million people. But, what if history as we know it was a lie? What if in reality this was no plague, but it was the first non-recorded zombie infestation of man? Okay. There's a story. Anyway. Hey, uh, let's do our odds and ends, listeners' odds and ends really quick. Anything that people jumped oh, out that let's they Let's see. Stoby says, apart from Fresh Talk and the Buff Geek podcast, which he does, the Filmmakers podcast. Yeah, let's and do a shout out for the Buff Geek podcast. Yeah, David thanks, Stoby. He's always... T- saying nice things online check out the buff geek podcast um he also mentions jared goes to the movies which sounds awesome i've only tuned in once or twice and i didn't catch yeah. a whole episode but that and sounds like it's spending awesome a lot of time on that he and is. I'm insulted that he didn't call me to be part of the rocky episode because god damn it that's my favorite movie ever i'm gonna speak to him and maybe if they do the rocky sequels i could potentially be a guest all Move right uh, it, that's it's pretty really much funny all- 
It sounds like it'd be amazing. Yeah, it's doing very yeah. well too. They have great artwork. Um, great. That's all we so got. Guys, we got some letdowns, but that's it. Yeah. Do you want to get into letdowns? I mean, yeah, we can gloss over I, it. it. There's so much. I mean, Kai, you got one or two things off the top of your head that bummed you out. Thinking entertainment. Obviously, we all fucking hate Trump, but I, that's that's a that's a road we're not going to go down. That was the worst shit about 2017. But Kai, any entertainment stuff that you were looking forward to that you're like, God, that kind of sucked. Yeah, I already gave it to you. The 2017 World Series broke my goddamn heart. <laughs> Still not over it. Game uh, seven, too. Uh, Dan, anything that bummed you out or something you were looking forward to? That Besides Trump and, the walking, and uh, the walking Dead and the Thomas Fire, no. Yeah, Trump is the Walking Dead. Um, uh, you know what really bummed me out? I'm going to give you a record. Steve Earle's one of my favorite songwriters of all time. I look Ooh. forward to everything that he does. But he's been on a bad run, and he it's did a record he's not this on the wire anymore. He did this record called So You Want to Be an Outlaw, where he basically did Texas Outlaw Country. But yeah. Jesus, it just wasn't the quality of work that he's done in the past. And it's, it sucks when you look forward to your, one of your faves, and they let you down. Because for 20 years, he did no wrong. And now it's like, Steve... I'm just not feeling it. But that was just a record that bummed me out personally. It's got to happen eventually. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, good year for entertainment. I mean, the world may have been a mess, but gosh darn it, it was a good year, in my opinion, for entertainment. I agree. Kai, would you say good year for entertainment or poor? A good year. And it's usually the way it works. When things are shitty, people need to make art. Yeah, it's a good point, man. Dan, good year or bad year? Good year. Great year. Good year for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, hey, guys, thank you for sticking around for this long year-end wrap-up. Our hope is that you heard something today that I like, that Dan liked, that Kai liked, that you will check out. And if yeah. you do, let us know. Nothing is cooler than when we hear that you checked out a movie that Kai liked or a record Kai liked or a TV show that Dan liked or a, a record I liked and that you really – liked it as much as we did and it became one of your favorites so we hope to turn you on to some new stuff with this episode and you in turn have turned us on to some stuff definitely be it craig telling us about a handmaid's tale be it uh i mean lucky logan which dan produced uh you know it's a, different, it's a different movie. Different movie. Lucy wrote in. It's a different movie. Yeah. Uh, Kayla said a junior's a different junior. Oh, uh, different junior. Yeah. So, but we learned some stuff from our listeners, and yeah, that's really cool always. sharing what we like. That's why we like to do this episode. I think it's the third year running that we've done it, and yeah. we hope you found some new stuff. Guys, Get Happy Tour is coming. I got to leave and get back to prepping for it. Dan, please tell people where they can find us, where they can keep in touch. Yeah, you can definitely keep in touch on Twitter or on Facebook. We are at Fresh Talk Pod on the Twitter. We are at uh, slash Fresh Talk Podcast on the Facebook um, that's that's pretty much it. Like and subscribe. Uh, subscribe in your favorite podcatcher. That way you never miss an episode. If you can join us on Facebook, you can be in the peanut gallery and, and get in the chat room and give your comments live. And very important about the the, the live uh, Facebook or YouTube. What are we Facebook, doing? Facebook. Facebook. Here's the catch with that. I've actually been asked by people like my dad. That's like, how come you're always talking about people watching it, but I only listen to it? I have to explain to him, and he doesn't really get it. He just thinks it's. Uh, we do do this live. The catch is we don't do it scheduled, and that's Correct. what makes it different. It's not like every Monday night tune in to watch Fresh Talk. It's almost like a weird you won Whenever we because have you happen to be online and see a post saying, yeah. we're about to do this. It is random. We, we always get a few friends in the chat room, and we love having them. So stay tuned to the Facebook. Stay tuned to the Twitter because yes. you may get lucky and see when we're about to do it. We don't give you much warning. If we you just like, kind of do if it. If you like us on Facebook, you will get a notification when we go live. There's a little thing. Right up on one of these corners that says, hey, they're coming. They're live now. And I will do my best to put a post out ahead of time. Today, I didn't. pretty darn random. I mean, we may do it on a Saturday morning. We may do it on a Wednesday And we'll schedule something and not be able to do it. So I don't want to post something at 10 and be like, by the way, at 7, we can't do it. But Dan and I have one or two ideas planned for the Fresh Talk over in the UK, which the listeners may very well be a part of. Um, We will share that with you next week because I think next week is going to be a very – 
Get Happy episode because by the time next week airs, we'll be a week away from the tour, which blows my freaking mind. I can't believe it's starting in two freaking weeks, Dan. Two uh, two weeks tonight or two weeks tomorrow? Two weeks tomorrow. The tour starts in two freaking weeks. It's a Friday night when it starts. Two weeks tomorrow. You're absolutely We are in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we leave in, two weeks tonight. We are in England. Our feet are in England two weeks from tonight, which means there is so much to do. But we're going to have a little uh, special for Fresh Talk, including, don't forget, when you're on that Get Happy Tour, you find Dan. And if you're a Fresh Talk listener, we're see gonna, if he can yeah, cut we, you a well, little deal we, for his special Fresh Talk listener um, accessory. Accessory that we only want people. We don't want anybody getting this unless you listen to the freaking podcast, or you so, buy it. So, yeah, <laughs> or you give me five pounds. Yeah, and you can so have Dan, one. I'll have a little trivia for you. So stay, stay, stay up the beat. Because if we say, "Hey, what do we always cue at the end of the episode?" And you're Dude, like, "I'm thinking." Here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to do. Okay. I think I'm going to have a code word every day of the tour, and I'll, oh, I like that. I'll put it on Twitter that day. And you gotta find me and tell me what the code on the word fresh is. Fresh Talk Twitter on the or, Fresh Talk Twitter. So that's it. So you gotta follow Fresh Talk. You to gotta get the follow code Fresh word. Talk, dude. That's a cool idea, man. And only on Twitter. I'm not gonna put yeah. it on Facebook. Yeah, and you got it. You got it. You gotta follow the Fresh Talk. You gotta see what the code word is for the day. If you give us yesterday's code word, no go. It's five and pounds. You, and you gotta find Dan. <laughs> and if you know that code word and you do follow us and you're familiar with the thing, we'll give you our little, our little. Um, we're calling it our decoder. Our special. It's just an enamel pin, but yeah, but it's fucking cool. There's man. only a hundred of them. Yeah, so literally, and there's only a hundred people listening to this. So we're hopefully we can put one in the hands of all of them. Correct. You know, guys, thank you so much for being here. Um, we will see you very soon. Kai, most importantly, thank you for Thanks, joining man. us, man. I know it's a late night. Hell for yeah. You. No, no. Cool. I'm and thank you for all your. It's been far too long. Yeah, thank you for all your wonderful picks. Um, we still have not discussed Star Wars. We'll be doing that. Dan, show the world what they're missing. Well, it's probably not going to focus, but, you know, this is the Fresh Talk pin. It's pretty dope. And, Kai, as Dan shows the, the world the pin, please send us out if you do not mind, sir, and we'll see you all next week. It would be an honor. Cue the bossa nova. Thanks, everybody, for watching on Facebook. We really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks for sending in your picks and your disappointments. Uh, we hope to catch you next time, and we'll see you on tour. Fresh Talk! Talking real.